Hi, I'm Sean Keenan. Welcome to the Late Night Logic Podcast. So I want to do a topic today on uh, one of my friends who I can't ignore any further, who's really gone down a, a bad path. And considering myself going through a huge transitional phase, I'm going to be honest with you guys, I don't see myself as a capitalist anymore. I'm a, a socialist. I've, you know... It's a dirty word to say that you support socialism or, dare I say, even something a little bit further left-wing like communism, but um, I, I'm going slowly in that direction and I feel like it's almost... Like, we live in a capitalist society which is inherently right-wing and we have two, uh, two right-wing parties. We have, in Australia at least, we have the major parties. You have the Liberals or the LNP, Liberal and National Party, and the Labor Party, uh, thinking that the Labor Party are centre-left, as they might describe themselves, is not really that accurate. They, oh, I, I mean, I don't probably know quite enough about it, but I've read in a few uh, articles recently that are quite reputable, or as far as I can see, they're reputable, uh, that they that they say that Labor is centre-right because... Uh, both parties will take uh, corporate sponsorship. They take donations from all that, and they want to be in bed with that. Furthermore, the country is made. It's a capitalist society, so um, we have to sort of go with those norms. Mate, uh, Albanese, our current prime minister, as of this um, podcast, uh, is never going to say something like, "I want to abandon Australia Day because it's too divisive." Um, these things kind of take time. Labor, if you're a Labor supporter, which I am, uh, you realise the struggle that we have. So I looked into it a little bit further and I, uh, I, I, I finally saw the Greens as no longer the far left and the crazy loony left. I don't see them as that anymore. I actually wish they won a few more seats to get the balance of power. They need to drag Labor to the left a little bit. Uh, we're talking about socialist programs and... This is all for the greater good. This isn't me going on some loony, crazy talk sort of thing. I, I'm a really compassionate person, and I'm, I'm, I want a better society. Society can be so much better. I was in hospital recently, and look, I know that it's a government-funded thing. They're getting paid to help you, but so they don't have to be. You know, the altruism doesn't need to be really be there. Um, but that doesn't matter because the uh, everything aligns to it. You know, it's still for the greater good. And I didn't have to pay a cent going to hospital. I didn't pay a cent. And people are loving and they're caring and they, they want to help you. So I just saw this as a wonderful um, uh, program. Um, mate, we, we have free healthcare in Australia, which they don't have in America. I mean, that fucks your citizens up, man. That fucks your citizens up. This is why these small amounts of socialism brought into our, uh, uh, in our countries... Uh, particularly the Nordic countries. Mate, why do you reckon that uh, uh, Sweden and, and those countries up there, um, those really cold countries in Northern Europe, why do you think they are ranked the best in the world to live in? I always wondered this. I thought, why are they better than Australia? I, wouldn't, I don't want to live there. I want to live in Australia. Australia's nice and warm. Mate, it's because they've introduced some socialist policies. That's why. They have a better standard of life. You know, put two and two together, man. Anyway, so that's what I, I really, I wholeheartedly support it. I don't think socialist uh, is a dirty word. Um, I'm not, I mean, I'm not a huge campaigner. I don't want to really, 
uh, meet other socialists who are saying, revolution change, let's change the world. I'm not overly interested in it. I'm so glad there's people out there like that. I'm not quite that. I'm, I'm, I'm on a path to get better. But anyway, so that's your preamble. Um, socialism starts at the very base level, though. You mean, you, before you can change the world, you uh, have to change yourself. And I started looking in from within, and there's examples of it everywhere. You can't just say, ah, well, everything's pretty good, mate. Have a look. Have a deep look. There are always going to be problems, or little problems. It doesn't matter how great your life is. There's always going to be little problems. Okay, so there is, and that's not really the topic I want to talk about right now. The to topic I want to talk about is my friend Paul. Now, Paul and I became good friends in 2016, and the reason why we became good friends is I'm, uh, I'm not really a pushy guy. I, I like letting people live their own lives. I'm a little bit libertarian, and I, uh, I like being left alone to live my own life. Uh, do your own thing, right? So uh, I don't like to force myself on other people. Paul is a lovely guy and very easy to become friends with because you'll laugh at a lot of things that you say, and um, he... Uh, just, he's just a malleable person. You can easily just immediately become friends with him. He's not... He is reasonably smart. He's not, not a dumb shit. But you, if, if you show him the right things, he'll go with it sort of thing. Mind you, I, I don't know what would happen if you showed him the wrong things. Would he instantly believe that? Well, it's starting to look that way. But we'll get to that soon. So, me and friends... Me and Paul became friends in 2016. And it, it, it exploded. It exploded. He was like, fuck it, yeah finally got a good friend I can hang out with all the time sort of thing we were messaging each other all the time and uh, that continued all the way through till 2019 um, uh, how can I put this uh, I, I, I am the kind of person who likes to challenge myself a little bit I'm definitely on a journey, I'm on a path I'm getting better and better and Paul's not quite like that so what happened is the friendship sort of stayed at that level he never got better in, in, in other words like, in 2016, I thought, fuck, like, this guy's a celebrity to me. Like, I, I love this guy. Um, but 2017, 2018, there was not, nothing really changed. Like, he didn't grow with me, or we didn't come up with new ideas. It was literally the same thing. Go to KFC, hungover every week. Um, talk about the same sort of, I, I don't know, it didn't, things didn't progress hugely. And I was fine with that. He's just a good, solid friend. But my current friendships with uh, my two best friends, my oldest friend Brody Milne and uh, the guy that I'm living with right now and his girlfriend, Ethan. Uh, Ethan is someone who we're constantly growing together. We're like watching interesting videos. Um, we're bouncing ideas off each other. But there's a, mate, it's a fascinating world and it's great to talk about these things. That wasn't happening with Paul. It was very much whatever you were looking up, mate, have a look at this. And, oh, yeah, Kino, I see what you're talking about. But there was no necessary growth of each other. Uh, and to put it in negative terms, or bad terms, uh, Paul is a, uh, he's a pushover. I'm a little bit the same. I don't like arguing with people, and I'll just go with it. I, I'm sure there are some people who do genuinely believe that, but believe you me, I'm looking at you thinking you're a fuckhead for those those ideas, mate. Mate, you're an idiot. There's a guy who at work, uh, uh, a truck driver, um, so he doesn't work at Woolworths, he's one of the truck drivers. Uh, I actually don't mind him. Uh, a few people don't like him, so I've heard, but... <laughs> 
I suddenly realized I don't have to worry about that because I actually don't mind him. We get along fine. I actually kind of enjoy his company. I, I don't know how that happens. But it's just easy, mate. Just get along with people. There's no need to be a, a, a cockhead about it. Just get along with people. Most people, even if they are a bit of a cockhead, um, I don't know, they're not that much. I mean, we're there to work and we'll have a bit of a chat. And as long as you're not a racist or a raving right-wing lunatic, then I think mostly you, you can get along with people. Um, and, uh, oh, God, I've got to tell you about a customer I had. Steve. Oh, my God. Uh, I, I fin- I'm not going to go into this big time, but he, I finally was conned into going over his house. And he's a, he's a, he's a nationalist. He had flat, the Aussie flags up everywhere. That's not inherently a bad thing, but let me tell you. Just picture, picture America having an American, uh, just having the flags everywhere. And uh, the American flag everywhere. And it's like, ding, 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 ding. This guy's a racist. It's just, uh, I don't know. It doesn't inherently mean that, but it's a, it's a red flag. So anyway, um, I went over his house and I couldn't wait to get out of there. I, he's just wrong in everything, on everything. And I, I felt disgusted in myself for going over there. I thought it would be okay, but no, it was, it was awful. And um, I had to go home and sort of rock myself back and forth like I was in the fetal position. It's okay, you're still alive. Like, not that I feared my life, but it was more like I just needed to get back to, oh shit, you don't live in that world, you're in this world, you're in this world. Um, Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I just thought I'd mention that. Um, So yeah, I'm not really a pushover, but I don't like... Uh, to argue or squabble, it's not my. The burden of proof isn't on me. If you're a, if you're a wanker, then you're a wanker. But I was talking to Back Doc Ben uh, the other day, and uh, he uh, he said, no, no, yeah, I, I'm a little bit like that. I don't like arguing people, whatever, but like that. But if if you're one of my loved ones or a close friend, then I'm going to have that talk with you. Uh, Back Doc Ben started off as a right winger. He's slowly become more and more into the centre. I'm sure if we had some decent conversations, mate, it's, you'd find the truth. Mate, see, this is what I love about myself. Um, I don't know if this is the biggest thing, but I, I really appreciate the fact that if you talk me through a logical thing, then I'll have to admit. It's, I, I, I'm a bit stubborn, but ultimately I want to find the truth. I, I'm interested in truth more than anything else. So if you talk me through it and say, well, what do you think now, Sean? It's like, Oh, I'm going to have to change my mind. It's the truth. Mate, I've, I've said this about veganism. I'm not a vegan. I won't be vegan for a long time. We'll, we'll wait and see. But it's like there's not any argument that you can make that, uh, that, that defeats the vegan argument. It's like, oh, no. Oh, no. I really should go vegan. Oh, there's, there's nothing that you can say. Like, every argument that you can say, oh, no, this is why you shouldn't go vegan. It's like it can be rebutted and rebutted properly. Anyway, I digress. So Paul um, was very, very malleable and easy to manipulate. Um, and he went out, look, when we, I mean, I haven't had a girlfriend in years. And we, and he hadn't had a girlfriend in years. And we were sitting down one time and we were just angry at that. The world, like people like sex, the world loves sex. Why can't we get sex? Why can't I get a girlfriend? And, um, you know, that that kind of thinking is very black and white sort of thing. Yeah, people love sex. 
but they don't want to go out just rooting anyone. And you've got to put in a good impression. And if you're not willing to do that, well, how do you expect people to get to know you and all that kind of stuff? That's sort of what I'm like. I mean, I'm angry, a little bit pissed off, but hey, get over it. Get used to it. That's the way the world is. Unless you really want to make a put yourself out there, maybe put up with a bit of embarrassment, or just be nice, just get out there, but you don't have to root everyone you see, look, it's a bit more complicated than just saying, oh, the world loves sex, why can't I get any, it's it's a naive statement, anyway, um, but that does show you, someone who thinks like that, and properly thinks like that, like, I think like that a little bit, but it's like, yeah, come on, mate, you know the deep, you know the truth, um, yeah, but, Paul was in that state of mind. So he was going to go out with anyone who wanted to go out with him. And I'm a little bit the same, but now as time's going on... Uh, oh, yeah, I was going to talk about Andrew. Andrew was talking about Australia Day, and he was saying facts that were wrong. I'm not going to go into that in a big way, but he's just saying things that, as he was talking to me about, I just thought, you're wrong. You're... Oh, it's just, you, you realise just how dumb people are, and um, we need better education, which is also just such an important thing. The education system is fucking shit. They don't teach you anything to deal with real life. They don't go through history well enough. They don't teach you how to get a job. There's school system is fucked. I used to think that you go to school and they taught you everything. And, I, and you know, I finished year twelve and said, "I've learned, ev- mate. I've learned everything from my life through school." Absolute bullshit, mate. You could not. You could live an entire life going through no schooling, and I would be well. Wow, almost as smart as I am now. Really, I mean, they taught me algebra and this and that, things that you don't really use, although that's very important stuff. Um, but, you know, school schooling is almost a waste of time. I, I, maybe not. Don't quote me on that. That's, that's just how I'm saying it right now. Anyway, I digress. Andrew was talking absolute nonsense, and I remember thinking, I, I want to tell a couple of people about this, and I was talking to someone who I... Well, she's got a boyfriend, but I thought, yeah, yeah I kind of like her. A little bit cute. Um, but we were talking and I was telling her about this guy, Andrew, and she, um, I, and then I mentioned something else, a little bit off topic, but still on the same topic. And she said that it was nonsense before I got a chance to say that I supported it. And I was like, okay. And I thought I'll, I'll let that go. And I thought, yeah, okay. Even people who aren't dumb, you don't have to be dumb to have a wrong opinion or, or wrong idea, I should say. Um, and I thought, no, okay, sh- shut up. I thought, would you really go out with her, Sean? I thought, mm, no. Mate, it's okay. You can be you can be a bit picky here, Sean. Who would you really want to go out with? I thought, yeah, that's just because you're trying to desperately impress these girls. Please go out with me. Mate, don't look at it like that. For God's sake, you'll end up like Paul. Now, now let's get on to the story of Paul. But hang on, I'll just finish off this. Yeah, so I, I'm a little bit more like, no, Sean, you've got to find someone who you genuinely like too. Not just someone, ah, they'll, they'll do. Although it is probably good to date a few people, which I don't know how to do. You can only just keep on talking to people. Everyone's, every girl's got a boyfriend though. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Let's just live our lives. So, um, Paul, 20, late 2019, it was October 2019. We were halfway through season two or three of Stranger Things, which we never, ever got back to. And, um, um, Paul was saying that he, uh, had met a girl. And I remember joking with it. So we were still hanging out though. We watched a few more episodes of, uh, Stranger Things over the weeks. Uh, and she, 
I remember joking about saying, oh, have you said you love her yet? And we had a laugh at that. Mate, wasn't very long later that they said that. He had a kid to her, uh, and she has literally ruined his life. Now, my best friend Brody Milne was going out with an absolute cunt called Priscilla, uh, whom I liked. Um, but there's, there's different levels of liking people, I think. It's not all black and white. I can like you on the surface, but think you're an absolute piece of shit. Um, and that's kind of what Priscilla was. There's an underlying maniacal piece of shitness to her. But on the surface, mate, we got along fine. Like having a drink with her. We did movie reviews. But she ruined, was ruining Milno's life. And it took, I mean, I, I guess I recognised at the time, but I love the guy. I should, possibly should have said something, but I don't know. I, I don't know. And I don't know. And this was years ago. I don't know how. I, I don't know. But anyway, Milno got out of it. And so did a few of my other friends uh, having similar things. And I was in a similar thing with a girl called Zoe. Um, although she was she was a little bit better than them, but she was still uh, a handful, I'll say. But anyway, and I did a podcast on her. I think we called it Zoe Sean, but my name's in the little letters. Her name's in the little letters and Zoe Sean. Anyway, um, anywho, um, so I... Um, This took her a little while, so that was late 2019. But Paul was lost not long really after that. And things just kept getting progressively worse. And it's kind of like you think like society, like how does a a place like North Korea actually exist in the modern era? Imagine if the world lived like North Korea. Your life would be fucked, mate. Imagine living in North Korea. It'd be a nightmare. I mean, there is footage of North Korea where the people and the citizens are walking around happy, but look into it. North Korea is almost hell on earth. Just absolute shit. Anyway, that's what Paul's doing to his life. He lives in North Korea. She's completely taken over his Facebook. Just These are just a few of the things, right? She's completely taken over his Facebook. He hasn't posted since August. Uh, she controls who he speaks to. All of his female friends are gone because she was jealous. Um, she... Um, has stopped people from seeing Kai. It's a very small select people that he can hang out with. The big issue right now, right as we speak, is been it's too complicated to go into. Suffice to say that Brody, who's the godfather to Paul's son Kai, can't see him anymore because of something that's happened. I, I don't really know what's happened, but it's complete bullshit and complete nonsense. He's not an evil character, Milner. Um, and she's cut that off. Paul's lost all these friends. I stopped caring. And this was a long time ago, I stopped caring. But we've lost him. And now we're this far down the track and it just keeps on going. And it's more than just that. Child services have been involved here. She spends money that's incorrectly used. She's the definition of a lib. She's someone on the left, but who's token, does all the token things. She's a fuckhead. And she's ruined his life. She should be in a saint. And she should be in an insane asylum uh, and you know I was cut off by her a long time ago over things that are just completely delusional and I love Paul but mate if you're doing this to yourself go fuck yourself and if you're going to fuck your friends off like this well you've earned it and I, I sort of stopped caring mate I've got my own life to live and people move on all the time and I get new friends and whatever and it's sad to look at but and they're all, all my friends mate I've realised are a little bit more attached to Paul even though Paul was literally my best friend from 16 to 19. Well, maybe with the exception of Milner. But he was the it friend. Once that happened, Ethan sort of took over and Ethan became my best friend 
along with Milner. And, um, and, uh, yeah, Ethan, who, like, I've always liked, but I never really saw him as, are you two compatible? You and Sean and you? Mate, how's that going to work? Mate, of course it works. It, it works. Mate, it's, it's, it's great. Two very different people still, but, um, yeah, mate, Ethan's great. And really, I, I, they don't like comparing friends. He's a better friend than Paul. More intelligent conversations, a bit more of an opinion. I love Paul, mate. When I speak to him, we have a laugh. There's almost a sense like, I don't know how it is. Everyone has different aspects to, to each other. So with Paul, I sort of, I might enjoy him more than I do Ethan. I, I mean, I don't like saying it like that, but, you know, there's a lot of fun to be had with Paul. But then I remember him dropping me off from the U. So I went over to Milnos for the UFC one time, and me and Paul just picked off like nothing had happened. Uh, we didn't discuss what the badness in the past. Uh, and um, when he dropped me off, it was like, all right, that friendship ends now. Like, that's it. Boom. It's like we're not, it's like complete radio silence until we see each other again. And it just goes on like that. Um, so Paul's a lot of fun, but then you get home and you speak to Ethan and it's like, nah, mate, I'm, Ethan's where it's at. Anyway, um, yeah, Paul's ruined his life this way. And this is some big, big, big shit that's been going on lately. Um, I, I don't really know what else to do or say. There's been a lot of words and text messages. Ethan's going to speak to Paul um, tomorrow. But it's sort of like once you're brainwashed... Um, it's very difficult to change someone's mind. Or he's just got the wrong end of the... He's just easily manipulated. And, and he thinks he's in love. When you're in love... I, I was driving towards the balcony, which is a restaurant here in Townsville, and I was listening to ABCRN where they were discussing... Um, I've forgotten the director's... the writer's name right now. Brett Easton Ellis, who wrote American Psycho, who wrote the book. Um, and... He was talking about his latest book. He hadn't written a book for 13 years. Anyway, I'm not going to go into that. Suffice to say, his latest book was, it sounded very interesting. Uh, and one of the themes of it was love. And he said, I don't really like falling in love because you lose the ability of judgment. Exactly. You fucking do. I just leap into those things. Oh, I don't give a shit. I want to root you and I want to fall in love. Um, and um, the judgment just goes completely out the window. When you fall in love, that's that's what happens. That's why you've got to pick very, very carefully. And you'll get hurt, mate. Like, this is going to end one day or whatever. It might end. Um, usually it does. Uh, and you're going to be fucking hurt. You really want to go through that? And I've gone through it a couple of times where I just was having faith and it ended horribly. And I, and I hate it. The last person, I'm just going to say a name now. Nah, say an old name. Havana, who I did a podcast on. Uh, she hasn't worked at my place for a long time. She, she hasn't responded since October. Mate, she's gone. Uh, and that time when I just... When she rejected me, uh, that night was... Abs- well, the next day, actually, it was. It was absolute hell. It was just... It, there was nothing. There was no endorphins going through your system. It was pure shit. And, oh, God, it hurt. And I didn't want to exist sort of thing. Mate, do you really want to feel like that? you got to pick the right people to, to like. Don't fall in love so easy. You've got to be careful. These, this is your life you're dealing with. These are feelings that you're dealing with. They're very, very important things. So, um, yeah, lack of judgment. That's what Paul did. Lack of judgment. Just fall in love with the first person. Mate, she's a, she is a fucking nutcase. Ethan's gone through with him about this a long time ago. Taking it all through it. 
and Paul agreeing with him on every point. And this was a long time ago now. And um, uh, at the end of that long conversation, um, he said, yeah, but, you know, at the end of the day, I just love her. And then that was it. And that's why I'm going to stay with her. Um, Righto, so what, love conquers all? Let let me give you a little ding, ding, ding message. Love is a feeling, man. There's nothing, there's no such thing as soulmates. People get married, people get divorced. It's a beautiful thing, love, and it's something that can really enrich your life. It's it's a really, really high-ranked thing, but it's not the be-all, end-all. People choose their careers over love. Mate, there's 7 billion people on the planet, for God's sake. One person, I mean, it's, it's just such closed-minded thinking, right? Um, but it's difficult to do to yourself when you know how much you love them. It's really painful to rip away. And Paul is an idiot. I mean that in the nicest way. He's not actually an idiot, but on this issue, it's, it's complete lunacy. And uh, I get that it's difficult to do, but when your life's being controlled like the way it is, He's, he is the embodiment of what I think of North Korea. Maybe that metaphor is not the best, but I, I enjoy using it. Um, so, um, Milno gave him a, a big, long text message saying, I'm going to have to cut you off, mate. I've deleted you from Facebook. Your missus blocked me on everything else. Uh, I love you, mate. Sorry for the shit that's gone down. I apologise for being blasé about something. Um, and that's it. And we'll move, I have to move on from you. Um, and um, that's what I did a long time ago without saying as much. Um, I'm a little bit too jovial. I don't like confrontation. Um, and uh, I feel like I've been left out a little bit. Other people are really showing their careness, and I feel like maybe I should say something. But considering nothing's worked, and I've always had a very jovial relationship with Paul, it's never too overly serious. I mean, we've talked about the meaning of life and all that, and I've told him happy birthday and I love you, mate, really love you. Um, I don't know, there seems to be not quite that deepness, I don't know, even though he really was my best friend for, for those years. Um, but it feels a little bit like it's backed off. I'm not going to say anything. However, if he ever messages me, I'm going to... The, the act's going to be dropped. I like the idea that people think of me as this lovely, nice person... Or he's a bit of a joker and the act is just dropped. Mate, let me tell you how the world really is. And, um, yeah, I'm so glad I'm not Paul. That's all I want to say. So that needed to be said. I needed to get that off my chest. The thing is, this will just go on for, I don't know, but this, this could go on for ages. Milno was able to escape it. He was with Priscilla from 2006 to 2012. The, per- the reason why they broke up is because a guy called Andre, uh, who became friends with Priscilla, who photographed their wedding, she had an affair with him, and now they're together, and now they're married. <sighs> Milno was able to escape, not through his own doing, but through the luck, really. And it's not really the best way to go, but, you know, everything's worked out. Milno is a truly great guy he might not be uh, 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 you know the most intellectual man but he lives a good happy life and to dismiss that like just uh, Milno likes this or mate this and this mate I love it I'm a simple man as well really deep down and I love it and sometimes I might think oh, do you really want a simple, this kind of dumb life mate you can go over Milno's house you'll have the chats and I remember having drinks and I remember taking a piss and just this overwhelming sense of relief came over me thinking 
this guy's great. I love him. And uh, it's just like Andrew at work. Yeah, just because he has the bad opinion on Australia Day or a wrong opinion doesn't mean you can't either educate him if you want to or, you know, those kind of things aren't even the issue when, you, when you're working together. You can like the guy. There's nothing wrong with that. That's what Milno is. Great, great guy. Anyway, I keep forgetting what I want to say and then go into. I kind of want to say everything. So I've forgotten. Um, by the way, I'm in the car. I was driving home from the balcony and, uh, yeah, I had to get this off my chest because as a socialist, I, uh, I want the world to be better. And, um, and this is a big, this is a big deal for me, this kind of thing. I, I don't like seeing wrong things happen. It's so frustrating when you can just see the answers, but people are fuckheads that they can't, they can't break through it. You need to be able to see what the reality is, what the truth is. Um, another thing, just rambling. Um, Brody's cousin, Kylie Ralph, is, uh, lives in Adelaide, and I was talking to her. Yeah, okay, so, you know, moderate friends and whatever. Um, but the tr- she tried to showed her true colours when the, um, the COVID thing happened. She became extremely anti-vax. Now, that's your right not to have the, the vaccine, but I was extremely happy when the vaccine came out because this will be this is as best as we can do for uh, to help people um and it has it really has it's a bit of a shame that people i don't know you've got to be educated it, you, the life is life is simple in a sense but it's actually a little bit complex you do have to look into it a little bit for example um i i, I thought like many people that the vaccine would okay you're immune now like vaccines mean immunity it doesn't mean that doesn't mean that and you might be thinking oh well, what's the point and whatever thankfully not a lot of, thankfully people have there's a bit of education right there but the anti-vax movement a good friend of mine debbie i don't mind her talking about the freedom that she wants and all that to have but i'll never go fully anti-vax because i just well or even anti anything near that i'll be always pro that um uh, is because that's where the science is. That's all, everything that I know and everything that I read backed up by the right people. Mate, they don't, none of them are anti-vaxxers. Have you ever noticed it's all nutcases who are the anti-vaxxers? Um, and that's what Kylie was going through. And Brody uh, would message her on, on, actually on her wall and comment. He, he was maybe not anti-vax at the beginning, but I remember him sharing a not helpful post about what the vaccine could do to you harmfully. Um, and by a certain time, he just wrote some facts about it to Kylie. Everything that they were writing was a convincing proper argument, and she literally dismissed it all, like an absolute fuckwit would. And a long time later, now, uh, she is still on that. And sometimes I want to message her, and then I look at her Facebook wall and see this absolute dribble and nonsense, and you're like, fucking hell. The problem is a lot of these right-wingers, they, they use... <laughs> terminology that would sucker you in like trump's uh, uh social network is called truth social fuck off cunt there's nothing truthful about that everything seems to be and kylie regards herself as a truth seeker and all that kind of stuff and don't believe the mainstream media it's it's rhetoric that i would say sort of thing except i'm right and she's wrong it's, it, anyway it's a fight that you've got to have um and that's why i I, I won't be overly vocal that I'm a socialist, but on the small little platforms that I have, I am that. And if anyone asks, I'll, I'll preach it and, and, and be that. 
So, uh, yeah, I think uh, the reality is you've got to look into things. Like, okay, so more examples. Um, you can be, uh, mate, it's, it's, it can be a long road to see where you're going to get to. For example, I agree with veganism, 100% agree with it should be that and i know why the vegans preach you know hey do you know why the vegans are so up about it and so they get into your face and all the memes say how do you how do you know who's a vegan they're the one who's going to tell you about it mate do you know why that is it's because they've seen the light they've seen the truth and the only way to change things is to tell people about it it's like socialism it's like suddenly i know about it i I, I want to tell everyone but also i don't know enough about it so i can't preach it because they'll ask me questions and i don't know exactly how to answer it and i'll have to say look at this social this this website and you'll have to learn about it and you get into arguments and it's not worth it but um they they want to they've found the truth so they want to preach it sort of thing sorry i've I've lost my train of thought i fucking hate doing this uh and uh that's why they're um all um all uppity about it I forgot, fuck, I have lost my train of thought. Um, I, I have, unfortunately. I, I'm just, I should stop this and do that and just play back what I'm, I think I might. So just, yeah. Yeah, I remember now. So I've, I'm out of the car, I'm in my room now, just lying on the bed talking. Um, yeah, I remember what I was saying. It takes a while to sometimes get around these things and learn these things. So you need to have proper sources. You can't just say, oh, I believe this and oh, that's true. Mate, you could go online and find out these things. The problem is, I feel like if a left-winger is arguing this and they're not going to change their mind, how do you know which one to pick if the right-winger is saying this and them, they seem to make sense to you? This is where you need sources and backup, right? Um, if you want to find out the truth, how can you? you have to find reliable sources and you have to find out what a fact really means, what a fact is. Once you find out what a fact is, then you can join the facts together and you can make a, um, a narrative of that. So, um, religion is nonsense. Why do I know that? I mean, God, what kind of bug is that? Hang on, guys, just... What the hell is that? Mate, I'm going to have to... Ah! Man, is he still flying around? Fuck, I hope he doesn't bite me. <laughs> oh, there he is. Oh, now he's gone. Oh, no. Oh, for fuck's sake. Man, I'm going to have to stop this podcast again. Oh, this thing flying around. Jesus Christ, man. Anyway, look, I don't want to bore you guys, so let's just keep talking. This is an important point to make. <laughs> Trying to find what the truths are. Uh, no, the door, hopefully it flies out. Put the aircon on. We'll put the aircon out here. And sure, calm down. So, um, yeah, what was I talking about? <laughs> Facts, and cre- they, then they can create a narrative. Um, Oh, religion. Yeah, religion's nonsense. Why? No offence to religious people, but look, you've got to think about where religion began. Where did religion become, become, become from? Well, it started a very long time ago when we had no idea about anything. It was our best form of science to explain the world. Mate, why are there so many religions down, down all through 
the world. If you destroyed every one of those religions and came back in a million years, none of that had come back. That would all come back different. New stories would be invented and everything like that, but the science is still going to remain. Okay, so um, the science is still going to remain, right? Um, and that's a fact. Okay, right, so certainly with this idea that you've got, it's like, okay, so why is Christianity correct? I don't mind it. I like the, and I like the Aboriginal dream time. I'm actually very interested in religions. I just don't take any of them to heart or take seriously. The thing about religion is it's trying to make you a better person or do the right thing. So you think, mate, the church doesn't pay any taxes. The church has been horribly corrupt, burned people at the stake. Why do you think this is a good organisation? It, it comes from a very bad background that's slowly gotten better uh, through time and a little bit more progressive through time. Why, why would that organisation... If it started out as a bad thing and it's gotten a little bit better, don't you think that the foundations of it are complete bullshit? Okay, so once you've got this fact, you can now know that if anyone's sort of preaching to you about religion, you know they're wrong. That's how you'll create a fact sort of thing. So, I mean, and this will go with other things. For example, abortion. Now, I remember the reason why I'm pro-abortion comes from a ridiculous circumstance. I remember I was with a girlfriend at the time back in 2006, and I, I enjoyed doing the deed, doing it with a, without protection because that felt better and I thought what if you accidentally get her pregnant well you'd want to have the ability to have an abortion and I, then I realized that there's actually people who are anti-abortion that's how I become a pro-abortionist if that's the word <laughs> pro pro-choice and then I looked into it a little bit more deeply and realized I was flawed it's flawed thinking that got me there but you looked into it a bit deeper oh sorry so just because you wanted your dick to feel good, is that's why the girl's got to do all the work, is it? Is that why she's got to take all these, the pills and all the things in your arm? Mate, wear a goddamn condom. You know, it's like, don't be a cockhead. What? what? Oh, gee, I just want my dick to feel good. It's all you do. You help my dick feel good. That's how it feels, right? That's, I realised my thinking was completely wrong. And the issue got a little bit more deeper. The anti-abortion, the, the abortion debate, suddenly I looked into it a little bit more. And I saw that the people who were uh, uh, pro-life, that is, nope, no abortions, mate, look into them. These people are batshit crazy. Like, seriously, look into some thought experiments on it. It's, it becomes very obvious that, mate, abortion isn't a very nice topic. It's not something that... Um, you know, I support on all cases sort of thing. Uh, but there are certain points where you'd say, okay, up until this point, that's literally not even a human there. That's, that will grow into a human, but there's no memories there. This is like a plant sort of thing. Um, and up until a certain point, that should be, that's, that's up to you. That's your choice on your body, right? Um, the day before it's born, less so. But it's like, this is what I'm saying. It's a little bit more complicated. Overall, yeah, we're, we're pro-choice, right? And this is how you can be, you know, facts eventually build up. And the more things I was looking at, I thought, mate, all the right-wingers don't agree with this stuff, this sort of stuff. You're on the left. And then you keep going further, if you want to, and you can see how the world really should be. And, uh, yeah. Now, here's the thing. You've got to be very careful because... 
you can go down some paths that seem correct, but if you don't look up the sources, then you'll find yourself being, oh dear, manipulated yourself. So for example, I was manipulated a few years ago. I found a I was very, look, it's the very basic level. Like, I'm not interested in religion anymore. I'm not interested in debating it. I'm not interested in anything about it. Why? Because it's surface level shit, right? It's very, sur- that's what someone who was a beginner would get into. They're obsessed with Richard Dawkins. They buy the books. Yeah, religion's bullshit, mate. It doesn't affect your life in any way, religion, essentially. It's not important in the first world in Australia. It's surface level stuff. That's, that's for beginners. That's how you get into it, right? I'm a little bit more interested in society now. So um, don't get me wrong, it's, a good, it's an excellent place to start. It really is and go further, but you can tell what level people are at too if they're, if they're onto that, really debating that strongly. Actually, that reminds me of something else. It's like, uh, this is why talking to young people, not always, that can be a bit further developed, but sometimes you can just see where a young person's up to in their development, in the things that they talk about. And you can just say, yeah, okay, you've got a little bit more life experience to go through. This is why, yeah, even I like talking to people who are a little bit older now or I'd want to date someone who's a bit older because they're more interesting to talk to. Yep. So I found this guy called Stefan Molyneux and he was an atheist and I was still interested in that kind of stuff. By this point, it's really just mental masturbation. I just liked seeing people who were religious being taken down. It's great watching Richard Dawkins' compilations, taking down people who are religious, and yeah, I'm on the right side, Sean Keenan's right, yeah. It's, 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 it's masturbation for the mind because you're not learning anything. You're just, you're just enjoying people being taken down. Um, and this is why it's so fun when people suddenly think, oh, Ben Shapiro, yeah, yeah, I love it how he destroys the feminist. Mate, you can go down a rabbit hole. There's a channel on YouTube called Red Arrow, Three, Three Arrows, where it shows you how you can go down at the anti-SJW wormhole and become a fucking alt-right person. Uh, uh, there's a guy born in 1982, I forgot his name now, Paul Joseph Watson, absolute fuckhead, an absolute fuckhead. Now, if you know this guy, you might say, sure, no. He was, there's one video I watched about him destroying modern pop music and modern, modern art. And you might feel at first, that's how they drag you in, mate. They, they drag you in by appealing to something that you think, yeah, that is bullshit. That's not the way it is, mate. It's, that's how you go down a very bad rabbit hole. And you've got to be aware of that kind of stuff. If you watch anything else from Paul Joseph Watson, you'll see an absolute nutcase. <laughs> a, a great site that I've seen for rational stuff is a, a site called Rational Wiki. Anything that I think is a little bit suspective, suspect, I'll, I'll type into Rational Wiki and I'll get a good answer. It's a bit nuanced, so you might have to read the whole article, but it'll, it'll point it out. Wikipedia just states facts. It doesn't, it's not interested in left or right. And this is the problem. ChatGTP, or whatever it's called, has come out lately, and I wanted to ask it some questions, like, what's better, capitalism or socialism? Mate, it's too political, so they've programmed it to just be neutral. Mate, neutral is... Sh- mate, that's not going to get you anywhere. Anyway. Uh, so... Um, yeah, the rabbit hole that I almost went... Well, I, didn't, I was never going to go down. That's, that's not, uh, that was never going to happen. But I, I was always on the left. At this point, I decided it, and I was an atheist. So I... Um, I uh, when he started talking about Donald Trump in a kind of... Uh, in a kind of um, forgiving way... I started getting a little bit concerned. I thought, 
yeah, you, you can't, you're on the left though, surely. I mean, atheism, I mean, clearly you're, on, you've got to be on the left, mate. And then slowly I realised the reality of what he was. Mate, how the fuck can you listen to something and so many podcasts or YouTube things without ever looking him up on Wikipedia at the very, very least? How dumb was I? This was only back in 20... Well, it was a few years ago, let's be honest. But, like, I'm pretty old now, so I was already very much of age by that point. You know, why didn't I look him up on Wikipedia? Mate, he's a right-wing nationalist. <laughs> he was banned from YouTube, Twitter, and all that stuff. He is shit. <laughs> like, that wasn't obvious to me. There was another guy, Coach Red Pill. They love the Red Pill. The Matrix thing, it sounds like it. You... Take the red pill to see reality. Mate, it's all bullshit. That should be a left-wing thing. But you can't use it because they've hijacked the, the, the good words and whatever. No. Take the coach red pill, mate. He's coach blue pill. He's a... I, I was listening to him and he, he seemed to be making a lot of sense. I thought eventually, let's look him up. And I thought, God, he's a complete misogynist. I thought, God, oh, this guy's a fucking idiot. Actually, it was a comment who was underneath writing something like... Uh, this is why... The left and right spectrum does kind of help in, the, in a very limited way. Really, well, you know, it's pretty basic stuff, but it does help you. If someone says they're right-wing, well, you know what kind of issues they're going to stand for. I remember a comment under a Coach Red Pill thing that, that said um, that, uh, oh, it seems like you're a bit of a lefty with this idea. And then underneath, Coach Red Pill has written back and said, no, absolutely not, hard right. And I thought, oh, no, what, what, what? So let's look him up and... Yep, this guy's a complete fuckhead. Uh, these things aren't obvious. There was a, there's a great show, I implore you to watch this. This was called Guess Who's Back? And it was about Hitler who, before he dies, I don't know, time travels to 2014. And do you think Hitler would come back and be immediately... Like, it, he was an evil guy. That doesn't mean that he just walk, woke out and he was a supervillain sort of thing. <laughs> Mate, to get people on your side, you have to be convincing. You have to be charismatic. You have to seem like a good guy. And that was the point of this satire, that Hitler coming back into the modern day would still be, oh, mate, he'd, he'd have a field day today, the alt-right and whatever. There's a big enough community, hopefully most people are against it, but there is a big enough community where that, could, that, that kind of stuff could happen, absolutely could happen um, now. And it would come through a charismatic leader like Adolf, who seems like he's saying all the right things, nationalism and that kind of stuff, and the reality is that it's actually very dangerous. This is why you've always got to look into everything. And this is why I often doubt myself. Anyone who's absolutely convicted in what they're saying uh, is either very smart or possibly very stupid. And this is what I want to say about Paul's girlfriend. She's a lib. Look up what a lib is. It's a liberal, but it's... Look up the term a lib. And um, she preaches all the right things and yet doesn't live her life by that. And what I mean by that is uh, she'll be socially progressive or seem to be and her life is nothing but a soap opera. There's no compassion or anything like that. I get angry with people when they don't agree with me when things are obvious and whatever. I can swear at people online <laughs> as a tro total troll. But really, I, I love people. Or I, I like the idea of being nice to people. I want to be nice to everyone. I, I love that feeling that you get from it. I, I'm altruistic. I love society. I'm not like... George Carlin once wrote um, that... Uh, well, he didn't write, he said this in a, in a thing, that he gave up on society a long time ago. Maybe I'll get like that, we'll see. Uh, and I'm just, I'm just sitting back, I take a back seat and I'm just writing about it now, I'm just writing all the funny things about it. I'm not like that. 
I'm very much, I'm in this world to make it better. It's slowly gotten better over a very long period of time. Mate, things might be a bit shit now. Capitalism, hopefully we're in late stage capitalism. Mate, things are shit. Billionaires are getting richer. We're fucking poor. The, mate, it's a difficult time we're living through. Wouldn't you agree? Um, but I think things have gotten, mate, somehow things have slowly gotten better. And uh, uh, throughout history, this is, we're talking about from cavemen all the way through till now. Uh, and capitalism does or did have its place. My standard of living is, mate, I'm a millionaire compared to um, people in Africa. But this is my point. Socialism is to equal all this out. There are some fucked places in the world. There's a, dad, my dad said to me, I'll get to that George Carlin quote. <laughs> There's a to, dad said to me about he wouldn't go to India, China, and all these other places. Really the only places that you want to go to that you are proper safe in is uh, Europe, and we're specifically talking about Western Europe, not Eastern Europe, um, uh, North America, and Oceania, Australia and New Zealand. Anywhere else you go, it's a little bit more dangerous, and the UAI index, the human something index, <laughs> UAI, UAI, that might be the, no, it's not that, UAI is the high school term. Uh, they're always a little bit lower. Australia's very high on that list, very good. As you get into Eastern Europe, you'll find it drops uh, and you go to Africa, mate. You don't want to go to Africa. Mate, plenty of people do and you can be safe enough, but you've got to understand about, you know, if you go to these places, you'll see the reality of it. Uh, I wouldn't like to live in... Yeah, mate, there's only a few places in the world. It's all the Western world. It's all the... Um, it's uh, the first world countries, proper first world countries. Um, George Carlin said... Oh, yeah, I already told you that quote. Yeah. And I'm just writing that. No, I have hope. I have hope that things are getting better. Capitalism has had its place. Mate, Karl Marx came up with the Communist Manifesto in the 19th century. And capitalists don't want to... The, the rich want to keep getting richer and whatever. They're, they're tiny few and it's at the suffrage of a lot of people. That's why I implore you. I fucking implore you. You need to join a union. The reason why we have the weekends, the reason why you have a high quality of life is because of the strong union movement years and years ago. And now it's weak and... We're losing a lot of our rights. The only way you're going to get better is to join a union. Mate, it's cheap. You get your, your tax back. You feel like you're doing a good thing. My, my grandfather was a union leader. I feel great. Uh, no one's going to listen to this and do that. But anyway, that's, that's my biggest thing. Fuck socialism, mate. Just become a union. This is where socialism begin, becomes from. It comes from workers' unions. That's where it begins. Sticking up for the rights of the working class. That's what socialism really is. What it is, is to make an equal society... Really, it's a utopia. It's to make an equal society where the, the, uh, the workers uh, own the means of production and it's a democracy. It's a democracy about who runs the workplace. Do you want to get rid of that tyrannical, awful boss? Well, you can have democracy and they've got to be a little bit better of the boss. Anyway, um... Yeah, no, I think I've said everything. Yes, Stefan Molyneux, mate. You've got to be careful. Look things up. Look for sources. Be scientific about these things. Um, and come, come and have a chat with me if you think you found something correct. Or this is the way I think, and I'll say why you're wrong and why you're right. Or maybe I won't. Maybe I'm too nervous. Oh, God, let's, this guy's a lost cause. Let's move on. But anyway, I'm very passionate about this nowadays because I think that... Um, Life is shit right now. It's well, you know, it's difficult. Inflation is very high. It's difficult to buy a house. Hey, it can be a lot. It can be a lot, lot better. And it all, all you have to do is just join a union, mate. It's good fun looking up these kind of things because you realise how 
you can better yourself and better society. But again, like I said earlier, you've got to start with yourself. You've got to better yourself. And looking up these things, I just feel like I'm bettering myself. And I, I don't, I'm, I've always been a bit anti-mainstream. And so I stopped using Google and used Ecosha, which plants trees for every, I don't know, 50 searches or something like that. Much, much better privacy. Yeah, the search engine isn't as good, but there's something about it. Something about it that I like. Now, you might not be like that. You might not say, no, no, efficiency is the best. Um, so keep using Google, whatever, that's fine. But I do like these different alternative routes that you can take. Like, if you want to watch a video on, on, online, what, what are you going to use? Mate, of course it's going to be YouTube. What else? Seriously, what else can you use? That's a monopoly that YouTube has. It's not bad if the rules are okay. A monopoly can be sort of okay. But I, I like the idea of other... I like the idea of choice. Social media, it was always about jumping from one platform to the next one as things got bigger and bigger. ICQ, MSN Messenger, MySpace, but it seemed to end at Facebook. And then there's a few other things that come along, Facebook born Instagram, Twitter and all that. But... It, it, We've reached a point when we're living... There was, we've gone through the transition period and we're living... This is the main... Society has changed. You've got the 20th century... We're living properly in the 21st century now. This is the standard now. Um, and, uh, you know, you, your choices are a little bit limited. An upstart company just can't get through sort of thing. Facebook's the be-all end-all. You can use Snapchat, but that's small. Twitter's small. There's certain... This is the way it is. There's not going to be another huge thing that overtakes Facebook and goes to the next thing or whatever. We've reached a certain point now that we're not really living in the Wild West days anymore of the internet. We're sort of, we're, we're established in the reality of, of life now. So, um, yeah, but it's fun to still find non-mainstream things. And I, I found a, uh, another video sharing site on, um, online called Odyssey. Mate, it's shit. Mate, yeah, sure, there's a few videos there, but it was slow as fuck. And there wasn't, okay, type in this song. Couldn't find it. And there's no views on these videos. Clint Eastwood by Gorillaz. It had 81 views. Mate, on YouTube, it's got millions upon millions. Like, you can clearly tell it's not a popular site. YouTube's the be all end all when it comes to it. With search engines, at least you have a little bit more of a choice. So I've been using Ecosia, although I still use it in tangent with Google because Google's just got better results. But I try my best to use Ecosia. I just want to be a good human being and try and do the right thing. I don't want to be completely radical and change people's minds on things, although that's a bit of fun and it can be whatever, but I don't want to get too much into arguments. But it's worth saying on a podcast where I have a small little voice, five people listen to this, um, and they'll have fun and, and, and whatever. I wonder how many people actually got to this point. If there's six people that watch it by a week's time, maybe two might have gotten through to the Anyway, I digress. It's just a thought. Um, yeah, but the main point I wanted to say is about Paul, and that's what can happen when you're easily manipulated and don't have a strong character. Have a strong character, guys. Stand up for what's right. I'm Sean Keenan. You've been listening to the Late Night Logic podcast. I did not do one last week. Ethan's home. I didn't feel like doing it. Um, so I did one this week and we'll get around to it. I was going to write an article on this and I thought, nah, it's easier to talk about it. Um, I've said I wanted to write an article a week, but well, we'll see about that. Maybe it's just whenever I get around to it. I do suggest you read that. That was my ideas on socialism brought right down to a very manageable idea. It's, it's very, it's, and it's a good read. Um, I can't remember what I called it, but if you go on my Facebook page, it's down just a little bit. It's called uh, you know, you know, my WordPress thing, Late Night Logic, and uh, 
the articles right there in the comments. So, I've been Sean Keenan. This has been the Late Night Logic Podcast. You stay beautiful, Australia and Canada. Toby Clifton. Um, yeah, that's uh, pretty much it. So let's get out the dancing girls. Let's finish off the show in style. Ladies and gentlemen, the dancing girls. Good night.